Welcome to The Playlist Podcast, a weekly discussion of films and TV. I'm your host, Charles Barfield, Managing Editor at The Playlist. And for this week's episode, I'm joined by one of my regular co-hosts, Mike D'Angelo, and our special guest, Rodrigo Perez, who's Editor-in-Chief of The Playlist. So are you guys ready to talk about my two favorite things in the world, Marvel Studios and box office statistics? (laughs) Nerd. I wish I was kidding. (laughs) I really do enjoy it. Okay, so yeah, that's right, dear listeners, this isn't going to be our typical Marvel discussion podcast where we dive deep into spoilers and speculate about the future of the MCU like fanboys. Inspired by the recent box office news, instead, we're going to talk about Black Widow and Disney Plus and how, you know, is Disney Plus responsible for the demise of Black Widow at the box office? Gasp. We're going to talk about the business side of Marvel Studios, how the recent historically bad box office drop from Black Widow could be a sign of things to come for the future of Kevin Feige's money printing franchise. So if you're hoping for us to talk about Black Widow spoilers and nerd out over Loki and talk about Jonathan Majors, then you're out of luck. It'll probably happen eventually. I was going to say, probably. We're we're dorks. (laughs) We're going to inevitably talk about these things a little bit too. So stick around for that. But before we get to diagnosing the Marvel Studios box office woes, I got to tell you the Playlist Podcast is part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes Be Real, The Fourth Wall, Deep Focus, and more. And if you want to find us, you can check your podcast app of choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, anywhere else you find your favorite shows. Okay. So before we really dive into this, I think it's worth setting the table for those that may not be aware of the recent news. So basically, Black Widow debuted July 9th, in the, well, not in the middle of the pandemic, but at the tail end of, well, God, Delta variant stuff. We don't want to get into that. It's a mess right now in the U.S., But Black Widow debuted and did really well, $80 million domestically. People were shocked. It's a record for the pandemic era, quote unquote. Even beat F9. Who saw that coming? But Disney wasn't just happy enough with that number. They decided to release that $60 million was made on Black Widow just on Disney Plus subscribers that paid the $30 for premiere access. So all told, the movie made like $140 million from that. Add in the worldwide box office and you're up to $215 million in one weekend, which everybody was like, holy shit, the movies are back, right? Well, fast forward a week and the box office story completely changed. Black Widow only earned $26 million domestically, dropped 68% from the previous weekend, which is a record for Marvel Studio films in the Disney era. And you combine that with the fact that Disney has been silent about those, those updated figures for premiere access. And suddenly the box office story is a little bit rough for Marvel Studios. So to add an extra wrinkle to this story, the National Association of Theater Owners, aka NATO, released a harsh statement talking about how Black Widow's decline is a direct result of Disney releasing the film on streaming the same day as theatrical. And basically Disney is the devil in the eyes of theater owners around the world that are struggling to keep the doors open. That's where we stand. Black Widow started great, quickly fizzled in a week, and now theater owners that were raving about this great weekend for Disney are now hating Disney. And this spawned a discussion with Rodrigo and myself about the reasons Black Widow did so poorly and how Disney Plus might be to blame, but not in the way that NATO wants you to think it is. Um, So with that out of the way, I want to discuss this a little bit. But before we get to Disney Plus, I'm curious if you guys think that there's anything about Black Widow specifically, whether it's story, delay, or marketing, that could have contributed to this box office drop. I'll start with Mike. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) Yes, to all of the above. (laughs) Yes, it's a fun little movie. I enjoyed it, but it's also not one that's going to be a big draw for like mass audiences, I don't think. As far as a lot of their stuff goes, 
this is a movie that is one, a prequel. So we already know she's dead. It's just a, an extra little adventure with Black Widow, who is probably, I mean, no offense, but she's not everyone's fourth favorite Avenger or even, you know, whatever. There are probably some people who really like Black Widow, but for the most part, she's not the most popular character on the screen. And that's misogynist. There's a reason she's usually like the sidekick or, you know, the uh, the person that's along with Captain America or whatever it is. Um, and fuck you. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that there's it, I mean, it just doesn't appeal to as wide of an audience as say an Avengers does. But there's also, you know, all this stuff within, you know, the the delayed release of it all. There's probably a lot of people that just lost interest. There's also this audience of it all. People are, are quick to yell, hey, this uh, theaters are back. But I don't think they're as back as a lot of people want Vin them Diesel to be. Vin Diesel told me they're back. They're oh, back. you're right. Oh, if Vin said it, then The Rock must uh, be laughing about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I just, I don't think... I think the Marvel diehards went out in the first weekend really hard. And then most general audiences just aren't ready to go back yet, or they don't care. Okay. Um, so I think that's a lot of what's going on here. Uh, but with that said, not much to, to get down on for, for black widow. I think it's still doing okay. It's not, it's, it's, so, is it good? <laughs> no, no. Let me stop you there. Cause I pulled up some stats to show you how not good it's doing. Sorry, Rodrigo, we'll get to you in a second. Well, you can't compare it to other Marvel movies. Yes, you can. Why can't you? Because of the whole uh, pandemic and, you know, the fact uh, that it was delayed and delayed and delayed and the fact that it, you know, nope, piracy, nope, nope. Disney Plus. It still did better than F9. Explain that if you want to talk pandemic stuff. So and here's what I'm going to talk and about. even that, no. that's still not as good as well, no, no, box no. office was. So, so, so here, here's some math for you. We're going to talk about percentages and we're not going to talk about gross. Okay. So if we're going to talk about gross, yes, $80 million, Mion, not that big of a deal. But when you look at the fact that it made such a big number, relatively speaking, and then dropped such a significant amount, Ant-Man, your favorite movie, uh, Mike, Ugh. it debuted at 60 mil- 57 million, second weekend, 24 million. Only You're two talking million about a completely different environment. It dropped 56%. Pre and post COVID are completely different. Theatrical One second. Let me keep going. Not here. comparable. Thor, the dark world. Great movie. We all love it. Dropped 57%. Yep. Okay. The incredible Hulk. Oh man. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Only 60%. Again, you're comparing apples to oranges. I'm not though. Captain America, 